Hi everyone, welcome to They Had Fun. I'm Rachel and I am back with another amazing story about New York City. And I'm back, back in the New York groove. <laughs> Are you guys gonna kill me for that one? Okay, guys, I'm back. I was on vacation. I missed the city so much. I am so happy to be back. You know, I once had a friend tell me that she knew she was ready to leave New York because when she landed at the airport, instead of feeling a sense of relief and happiness, she was like, oh shit, why am I back in this hellhole? <laughs> so I have yet to feel that. I'm still feeling great every time I land back at LaGuardia or JFK. When I land at Newark, I'm probably a little pissed off, but I'm back. I'm so happy to be in the city. It's summer. And as you know, I think summer in the city is the best time, even with the heat wave. So we're going to start it off right this week. You guessed it. Rachel's Rex. Here we go. Number one, Finback Brewery in Glendale. Okay, the OG, not the new one in Industry City, which I'm sure is great, but I haven't gone there. We're focusing on the Glendale one today. You can ride your bike there. You can take the bus. It is on 77th Avenue. And honestly, when was the last time you went to Glendale? It's a beautiful neighborhood and it's a perfect excuse to go. This brewery is so spacious. Everyone who works there is dynamite. The beers are excellent. So go there. Have a great time. Number two, Bryant Park Picnic Performances. This Friday, there is one that is the Broadway Symphony it's at seven o'clock it's free I mean how many times could you get to do free shit in New York you know it's the best so go there see an amazing show and have a great time I'll be there come say hi to me you have no idea what I look like but I'll be there number three Bonnie Slotnick cookbooks on East 2nd Street. Okay, like when you imagine walking through New York and stumbling upon this perfect little, you know, store where you can find knickknacks and it's down a set of stairs. This is it, folks. Okay, they have vintage cookbooks. They have old odds and ends and French platterware and all these sort of things. And it's just so charming. And the woman who runs it is lovely. And it's just a quintessential New York spot. Go support a local business. Go support a local bookstore. And that's that. I hope everyone is having fun with Rachel's Rex. And even if you're not doing them, I hope you're having fun in New York City. So let's move on to our guest this week. I am so excited to have him. He is the wonderful head bartender at, here we go again, Compagnie de Vence Naturelles. There's my French for you guys. Feel free to make fun of me. It's on Center Street in Soho. It is one of my absolute favorite wine bars. He is one of the reasons why. He is always so wonderful to everyone who comes in. Pop down at the bar, get a drink. He will treat you right. I promise you that. Please welcome to the show, Kaipo Karamis. Hello. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Yeah, excited. Excited to be here. Well, as I was saying, you are the head bartender. We're just from from here on out, we're going to call it company. Keep it easy for everyone. Company, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Super complicated. Name. I love coming into that wine bar. And I remember like the first time I met you, I was like, this guy is just so great. He has amazing energy. You work the room in a way I don't think I've seen in a long time. Everyone at the bar knows who you are. You're like moving around, talking to everyone, refilling glasses, like so on top of everything. And I just love coming in there to see you. So basically, I'm just starting out with a huge compliment to you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I try to just populate the bar with as much people as I know, you know, so that'll make it easy for me. So the last time we were talking, you told me that you have been there since the beginning. Eight years. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of got hired by accident or maybe I applied by accident. I thought it was going to be a cocktail bar. And then one day a bunch of wine showed up and I was like, okay, cool. It's going to be a wine bar. <laughs> <laughs> no one gave me that detail. <laughs> no, they literally didn't. They didn't even tell me the name of it because none of them could say it. <laughs> It's by mistake, for sure. Um, well, I assume you had a passion for cocktails, but like, have you fostered a love of wine now working at this bar? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Like now I, I won't do anything but that. It was a learning curve, obviously. If you don't speak French and don't really know anything about wine, 
But yeah, no, I've learned to love it. I respect the heck out of all the people that I work with. One of the things that I love so much that company is doing right now is this blinded, I don't know what I call it, a series, but blinded series on Instagram. And it's so fun to watch and so hilarious and so engaging of you blind taste testing, which we don't, we don't know if all the listeners know, but blinding, you know, in wine, you can explain better is where you get given a wine and told nothing about it. And you have to guess where it's from or what grape it is, et cetera. And it's basically you just bombarding the employees of company out on the street with a bottle of wine uh, yep. and saying, <laughs> you just got blinded. I believe is the terminology. Then they proceed to, you know, drink a glass of wine on the street and guess what it is. And I was so impressed by the number of people totally getting it right like they did an excellent job everyone truly got blinded it wasn't like we gave them the answers like an actual blind tasting so long and drawn out and quite frankly boring uh, <laughs> i was like dude what if we just hijack them like straight guerrilla warfare style in the street when they're coming to work with a glass of wine and it's fun. The morale, the bar, everybody seemed to be really like rallying behind it. And then it became like a competition, like who got more likes, who who's more views. I just think it's so fun. I'm like all for you guys doing so many more seasons of that. I really enjoyed watching them. And I, of course, love the competition level. So two thumbs up. Now we can get to all of our important New York City themed questions. So my first question for you, as you know, is Kaipa, when did you move to New York? I moved here uh, February 2012. Oh, wow. 2012. So you've been here for 10 years. Oh, you're officially a New Yorker. Apparently. Yeah. Now I can leave. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not going to go anywhere. Okay. And when you moved here, did like, this is the next question is why did you move to New York? But did you come for fun, for school, for work, for anything? I literally was living in in England. Uh, Me and a buddy from Hawaii opened a bar in England, like in Devon. And when our contract or time was done, our flight went from Heathrow to JFK to SFO to Hawaii. And uh, I think at Heathrow, I called a buddy who lived in New York. I was like, yo, I'm thinking about hanging out in New York for a couple of days. He's like, yeah, no one's at my apartment. Just like, I'll make sure the keys are down there. Just go you know, do whatever. And so he had a ginormous apartment in Spanish Harlem showed up. I was thinking I had all this money, you know, like I was getting paid in pounds like 10 years ago, the pound was really strong and dollar was weak. I was like, I'm just going to rage it up in New York. (laughs) It was literally 10 years ago. Like I haven't gone anywhere. Oh, wait, wait, is that the, is that the end of the story that you, you never, you never left and came back. You just stayed ever since I then? just stayed yeah like they had a huge apartment and he was just oh like oh my god that's incredible honestly I'm not gonna lie it was this giant beautiful apartment with like full-size washer and dryer like a viking stove like four bedrooms three bathrooms like not a normal new york apartment right. by any means. you did not have the uh, quintessential first apartment experience that most people have <laughs> like the worst part about it was, was a walk-up but like you know whatever and then did you not did you just have like the clothes in your bag and that was it i had a horrendous amount of suitcases i think i had three suitcases that's not too bad or four maybe okay so i was here and i I knew people that lived here and they're like oh my god we would take you out to the scene so i knew a girl that like was working in the cocktail scene she's like well so on sunday i'll take you to like manetta tavern and then we'll go down to this and blah 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 and we'll go to the standard and then wow you know like La Esquina, like all in one day. And I just was like in my mind doing like, like, okay. And it was so much. 
we ended up at this hotel in Chelsea, like uh, Hotel Americano on 27th and 10th. And they had a rooftop and they're like, oh my God, we're looking for someone to work it just for the summer. And I saw all the people that were there. And like, I looked at my buddy who also is a bartender. And I was like, yeah, we should just hang for as long as we can. Like, Don't tell them we don't live here. And so we're like, yeah, we, you know, we live here. We've been here forever. And they just hired us. And the next thing I knew, I was like, dude, I, do I live here now? Like we're bartending, going out every night, not knowing how to use a train. So it was just taking cabs everywhere. I love this story so much. Just this, we're only on the, um, why did you move here? And um, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Sorry. I talked no, a lot, but. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I love it so much. I think you had an experience unlike most others who first moved to New York. Most people have this shithole first apartment, living in a basement, running around, like trying to, you know, grow up money and find a job and like some shitty roommate, like all of these things. And you're like, so I showed up to this, uh, luxury apartment. <laughs> and then I just went around and I went out to Mineta Tavern for dinner the first night I showed up. And then I just was like, I could work here. And then you just got a job. And like, I actually think that's so wonderful because some people need to hear that it's not all just like shit and rainstorms. So that's kind of awesome that that happened to you. Yeah, no, you're definitely blind to the reality of New York. You know, I was just like, everybody's great. I work with models, you know, like it's Chelsea. It's the high lines <laughs> below me. Everybody is really beautiful. They only hired me and my buddy because like we knew how to bartend. So they would literally bring in a new model like every other shift whenever there was a buyout party. Like, hey, we're doing Michael Phelps like retirement party. I'm like, cool. They're like, so you guys are just going to do all the drinks and we have like these gorgeous dudes and, and beautiful women. They're, they're going to like bartend and i didn't even care because i was like whatever like this is so stupid they don't know how to make a vodka soda like no one's ordering like a stirred drink at this party you're just like in the back making the drinks and then you like casually hand them off to them and then they hand them to the person yeah yeah. it was like i did not care it was great and I, I all the people that really worked there became like great friends and well eventually that apartment i was living at the people that lived in the rooms they all came back so then it, it was like a living on the couch situation but the couch was so big you could literally have like five people sleeping on the couch the and... theme continues like no other <laughs> couch you've ever seen before <laughs> oh no it was the biggest couch <laughs> Yeah, no, the first year was eye-opening for sure. I love the story of you moving here. I love that it was so accidental and happenstance and that you just did it. It says so much about your personality and who you are. It's something we all should strive to do to just kind of say like, you know, fuck it, I'm going to try this and do it. Knowing all of this of your background, which I just love so much and that you've stayed ever since. So you must have a love for this city. We've reached the most important question of the show, which is what is the most fun you've ever had in New York? I think one of my favorite stories, and it's it's a long one. I'm ready. I'm 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 here. I'm ready to listen. <laughs> That's what I want. It was another one of those things where it could only happen in New York. So the story takes place with a friend named Rachel, who is a French horn player, and she is one of the best French hornists. I don't know how you say that around. She's she's gorgeous. She's smart, and she's badass. Like when Bruce Springsteen meets a French horn, they 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 reach out to Rachel. Whoa. I met her through the bar. And so one day she's like, hey, like super random. I know like you're off on Saturdays, but I got asked to be part of Mozart in the city or Beethoven in the city. I never can remember which one it was. It's at Lincoln Center. No big deal. Like, like if you want to go, you and Carl, like my one of my best friends. She was like, so if you guys want to come check it out, you should. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I agree. Carl agrees. So Friday night I'm out with Carl. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like, I don't know if I want to do that thing. And he was like, dude, we said we're going to go. I'm like, all right, all right. 
but in my in my mind i'm like all right i'm gonna somehow work it so we can't go <laughs> not because i don't want to see rachel but just i just yeah. don't want to go up to like that area yeah, of, classic being like oh we got to get all the way up. yeah like i gotta ride three trains i'm liking that carl is pushing the brigade here because thanks to him i think we have a great story on our hands oh carl is the guy that never says no to things oh i love it okay so you, you're 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 preemptively trying to find a way to get out of this show yeah so i knew carl wanted to see the new mission impossible movie so i'm like yo we should go watch that mission impossible movie before we go and, and see rachel and he was like oh yeah so he's looking up times like it's gonna be tight ah, we'll make it <laughs> so we're in the movie they start the movie late for some reason because the projector or whatever was broken and i'm like perfect we're screwed now <laughs> You really didn't want to go to this show. No, I don't know. I, it sounds terrible right now. It's just no, no, I don't mean. It's just me, you know. Like I was. Like, uh, so we get out of the movie. He's like, "Yo, I'm gonna get a car. We got to get back to my place, change, and, and head back up." I was like, "Do you really think that's like viable?" And he's like, "Yeah, hey, it's New York. We can make it happen." Nice. Taking a shower. We actually get dressed up like we never do, and we're in a ton of traffic. And I'm like, yo, they're never going to let us in. Like, I don't know if you've been to a show, but if you're late, they just don't let you in. <laughs> just every step of the way. <laughs> so like we get there and we're like mad late. Walk up to the, the person. I'm just waiting for them to be like, yeah, you're not getting in. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, wow, you guys have VIP tickets. So we'll let you in. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so we had our own private balcony. Oh, my gosh. They just walked us right up to like the most epic seats. And so now I'm embarrassed because I'm like, OK, she can see. I didn't realize we we're going to be like super close. And, and we get there and she's not on stage. And then there's like a one minute break. And then they bring in like the people that are going to play this other piece. And it's her. So when she looks up, we're there. So like. She doesn't even know we were like mad late. Like we just like got there at the perfect time. And Carl's like, see, bro, I told you everything's going to work out. I'm like, yeah, no. Like, and like now I'm into it because she's crushing it. I'm weirdly proud. Like, like, because I had something to do with it. Like I taught her how to play the French horn. You know, like, I don't know why I'm like, oh, Rachel's the best. Like, aren't Aww. you so proud of what she's done? Like, because we had something to do with it. <laughs> That's so sweet. So she texts us. She's like, hey, so I'm done. We can totally hang out for another two hours for the rest of the concert, or we can just piss off and go drink. And I was like, uh, is this a trick question? She's like, no, no, I, I'd, she's like, I'd rather go drink. I'm like, yeah, we'd rather go drink. So we, we meet her outside. She's like, oh, you guys dressed up so cute. Aww. And she's like, okay, well, I live in Harlem. We should go to my apartment because she has the biggest allocation of, a, it's called ultramarine. I think it's okay to say that, right? Oh, I know ultramarine, but I, I can take that out if it has to be in there. And so she's like, we should crush some ultramarine. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> she's also from like Wisconsin. So she, her family has like, they're like cattle ranchers or something. So she always has like giant steaks. Like what? <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, yeah no, I know. She's like, so my refrigerator only has giant steaks, like large format <laughs> steaks and ultramarine. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And we go to her apartment and that's literally what it was, is ultramarine and steaks. So we, uh, there's so many details to this. I know. Sorry. I, why are you apologizing? I love it. Okay. So you wind up at her apartment to have a steak dinner with a very, um, rare wine that no one could get their hands on. Okay. And, and it's like, Hey, um, my really good friends house sitting this magnificent apartment, not that far away from here in Harlem. We should go check that out. I'll bring more ultramarine. 
And we're like, yeah, why not? And no joke, we get to this apartment and the apartment's like a whole city block. It's just like a giant, I, I, there was a bicycle. I rode a bicycle through this, I think it was a little kid's <laughs> bike. It wasn't like an adult bike, but <laughs> I, I rode it around. I was like, this apartment's massive. That's insane. Yeah, it was silly. So we drink more there. And then they're like, yo, our other friends are playing this like kind of like Afropunk jazz situation. Like it's an underground. At this point, I didn't care. Like all like I was so disheveled. My jacket was tied around my waist. Like <laughs> I looked like an idiot. Yes to everything. Yeah. We go to this place and it's like a Middle Eastern or Israeli restaurant on the top. And then below it was just like, I don't even know what it, I don't know the name of it, but it was, they had live music. Rachel knew everybody and it was just the, the best vibe. Definitely, I wouldn't have been able to get there on my own. Like, Do you know what neighborhood this? It's in Harlem. It, oh, oh, okay. So this place was still in Harlem as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still up in Harlem. I want to say it had like a, a woman's name, like Sylvia's or something like that. And it's not really like unheard of. I think people go there. It was just, I'd never been there before. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever dance, but like Carl has reminded me he's like man when you are so drunk you just like cut a rug you don't care and <laughs> so it was like a lot of dancing um a lot a lot of like drinking whatever we were drinking yeah long story short is like it was just a, a very new york thing you're like oh let's do this thing that you could only do in new york and then you go to some other person's apartment that's just so new york yeah in an opposite way of what everyone's used to and ending up at the, the coolest dance party like with live music, with cool people, and like the energy just never was down. And and it's hilarious because I didn't want to do any of it, right? Like I started off with this bass, like I don't want to do this, and then turned into like I don't want it to stop. It's such a perfect New York story, exactly what you're saying of just like I don't even want to go to this thing, and then like fast forward to like 3 a.m. You're like best night of my life. Yeah, and, and that could only happen in New York, right? Like yes. And all of the levels in between and all of the like, you really, really ticked so many boxes with the seeing a movie, Lincoln Center, winding up at her apartment, going to this other like huge apartment. You're like, where am I? Like, is this real? Winding up at this like, what kind of music did you say it was? I want to say it was like Afro punk jazz. Like it was just like a very danceable, a lot of horns. It sounds so cool. Um, a full band. Like it was like, that was the other thing is so many instruments and you just felt it, you know, like it was just like pouring in on you and you're like, oh, wow, like this is legit. Like what I need in my life. That just sounds so awesome. I would love to go to a concert like that. And just being up there and knowing that like all of this happened to you, maybe starting off in not the most excited of moods, but that like all of this came about. It is so quintessentially New York and it is truly so I have to say it fun. Like I would love to have a night like this, this, I mean, especially the ultramarine allocation I would, I would love to get down with something like that, but that is so fun. I love that so much. Do you still hang out with these people a lot? Yeah, no, usually the people I hang out with, I'm going to hang, I've, I know I'm going to hang out with them for the rest of like my life, you know, like they're solid human beings. Oh, I love that. I love the story. I love your friends. I love that you have so much good opportunities here opened up to you and that you just keep like rolling with all of it. Like, I think it speaks tremendously about your personality and just like all of the good shit that comes your way. And I know that that was truly so fun and could only happen in New York. And anyone who wants to say different, come take it up with me. (laughs) It's, It's such a perfect, it's such a perfect New York City story. I love it so much. Thank you for sharing that story. Now I have to go on to my last and final question after that, like giant, amazing 
hill we just climbed of a story, I have to bring us back down to like the final, which is what is your favorite thing about New York City? I think it's pretty cliche, but it's um, the people, the amount of people that are here, the people that you're exposed to and, and the relationships you can forge for the positive. You know, there's a lot of negative in New York, which I think mm-hmm. people focus on. I, I get caught up on that also, but some of the most amazing people I have in my life are truly from the wine bar. You know, like I met them because they were at the wine bar. They're groundbreaking in so many ways. So I'd definitely say people. I think you're totally right. It is a common answer. And it's so funny to me that a lot of people say the people, because I think like you were saying, we all so often get caught up in this, like this city's tearing me down or like this person's driving me nuts on the subway platform or like, you know, any of that bullshit if you just have to deal with at day in and day out in New York. But at the end of the day, like everyone loves the people. Like even when you hate them, everyone loves you. You have so many people you can meet. There's so many different types of people. It is a, I don't want to say cliche. It's a common answer, but it's a classic answer. And it's a classic answer for a reason. And it's because the people are wonderful, period. Well, Kaifo, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for that very detailed, wonderful story. I love it so much. I love that we hit so many aspects and I'm so glad I got to have you on the show. I can't wait to be back in sometime soon and have a great glass of champagne. Can't wait to have you. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, of course. Well, most of all, thanks, New York. They had fun. My mom still thinks I'm just here on vacation. <laughs>